0: It's Monday, and that means it's time for a new episode of Interviewing People, the career cast where you can learn about a variety of careers from people actually doing the work. Today I'll be talking with John Farling, who once walked these halls and is now an entrepreneur and self storage investor. John will be sharing about his journey to becoming an entrepreneur, investor, and much more. So enjoy the show. welcome back to another episode of the Interviewing People Career Cast. And today we have John Farling with us. He is a 2000 Van Buren graduate, and he is a self-storage investor in Grove City, Ohio. So he's going to be talking a little bit about his career and what has led him to end up at this place in his career. So John, thank you very much for joining us. And I'd love to hear just a little bit about you in high school. Could you have ever seen yourself where you are today when you were in high school, what were some things that you were expecting for your life as a career when you were in high school?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, hopefully, I can provide some some value um, and excited to uh, get going here. Uh, yeah, in high school, I mean, I was mostly about sports. Uh, my biggest sport was basketball. I uh, played basketball, ran track and cross-country, um so as far as a career i had no idea um, even college i was late to the party uh, i feel like i probably um, got accepted right at the deadline whatever that was i just um, didn't really know what i, I knew i was going to go to college but as far as a career path i had no idea um, even in college it took me a little while to figure out uh, what my major was going to be um, so yeah, it's uh, it's I would have never thought that. Uh, I don't want to say that. I've always been interested in real estate, um, but I would have never thought that I'd be a real estate investor. I think maybe, if anything, maybe um, an agent. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's been uh, it's been a
0: fun path, and uh, um, still have a lot more time too. So when you talk about real estate investor, uh, explain that a little bit more because. Myself and probably others, we're not really sure what that means because we're not doing that. <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah. So a real estate investor um, could just be like like a uh, I guess you can compare it to like a, a stock investor. So people invest in stocks to make money. Um, I invest in real estate that um, appreciates in value over time. So the value goes up over time as well as um, puts money in my pocket every month. So um, I'm in it for the long term for the investment side. And I'm also in it because it makes me money. Um, you know, this is my full-time job. Um, so it's, yeah, there's, um, that's kind of the surface level of it. There's a lot more that goes into it, but yeah, based I invest in cash flowing real estate that puts money in my pocket.
0: Okay. So tell us a little bit about the whole aspect of self-storage and a little bit more about your business as far as you know, how much do you own? Um, Are they all in the Grove City area or, you know, some details like that?
1: Yeah. So um, actually, so I started with a single family rental in 2015 after our first kid was born. Um, And that was the idea of I need to pay for retirement, college education for my kid. All those thoughts are going through my head. Um, So I bought basically one single family rental, just a, um, you know, just, um, what was it thousand square feet, uh, rental house in Hilliard, Ohio. Um, each year I bought one. So I, I was up to four. Um, I did a fix and flip in there and was trying to find my way on, on how I could truly make money doing it. Um, those things, those houses did appreciate over time, which helped me. Uh, but I learned that I wasn't gonna, I had, so I was working a nine to five job at that point. I was doing outside sales and uh, I wanted out of my job. <laughs> so I knew in order to do that, it would have taken me forever. I would have had to have probably a hundred um, single family houses rentals to do that. So I knew I had to pivot in this, into another uh, asset class. Um, so I found self storage. Um, it's your basic roll up doors. Um, it's pretty boring, but the returns have been really great. Um, and yeah, so uh, my first storage facility was in June of 19. Um, I now have six um, and two more under contract. I actually have one in Finley. Um, yeah, um, it's gone pretty fast. There's a missing a lot of details there. But uh, um, yeah, I sold off my single family rentals. Um, so I more or less pivoted from single family rentals into a more uh, commercial asset
0: class. Um, wow that's worth, worth a lot more money too. Right. Now, are you building the facilities are they already built or is there a little bit of both of those?
1: They're already the ones that I'm doing right now already built. I am expanding. Um, I'm starting an expansion at one right now. Um, actually I'll, I'll tell you here cause we probably, um, I, I, should close here in the next couple of weeks, but the, I've got one in Finley. That's behind the Taco Bell. on um, on Tiffin Avenue. Um, most people don't even know it's there. Um, it's kind of a dump. Uh, but I've got two more that I'm closing in Finley um, that are on the west side of town that are both pretty nice. Um, so yeah, if, if any student wants to reach out and, and meet me on site and learn more, I'm, I'd be more than happy to.
0: Okay, great. So what led you to that pivot? Um, you know, you said you you really weren't necessarily making as much as you would have liked with the single family homes. Uh, was that research? Was that talking to other people? Uh, was that, you know, what led to that pivot?
1: Yeah, so I'll try to hit everything here. So I was trying to get out of my nine to five job. Um, I was trying to do anything. I was looking at buying small businesses. I was looking at buying subway franchises, anything across the board I'd looked into. I was looking at a car wash. Um, I almost bought it. Um, it fell through. But um, a typical typical loan for an investment property, you have to bring 25% for down payment. So if it's a million dollars, you've got to bring $250,000 for a down payment. Um, I learned that car washes and self-storage, they have loans out there where you can bring 10%, sometimes 15%, sometimes 5%. So I learned those two asset classes, car wash and self-storage. I could bring less money out of my pocket to put into the deals. Um, So I was getting into a bigger asset class with less money. Um, That's how I found storage. Um, Just did some research um, and it kind of, it just took off pretty quickly.
0: Right. So I don't know if uh, any of the viewers are uh, storage wars watchers, but I mean, that show, Obviously, we see people where they stop paying their, their rental for the uh, storage unit, and then someone comes in and pays them or uh, uh, auctions those off, so forth. Does that happen a lot, or is that kind of a unique thing that's more made for Hollywood, or is that real life?
1: The way they do it on TV is, um, I guess some of it's real. Um, but yeah, um, so when I had just one facility... Um, I was doing maybe two auctions a year um, now that I've got six and soon to be eight I'm doing them more regular I'm doing them probably four to six times a year okay. um, I was doing them in person which you see in storage wars um, where you have an auctioneer you go cut the lock you roll up the door and people start bidding so that is real um, and there's some more parts to that but um i've now gone to doing them online which a lot of owners have so um the website i use is storageauctions.com uh for anybody that wants to find a deal uh you can go on there and and buy your own storage unit and clean it out and take all the junk with you um so yeah i I do that now it's a lot easier um at one point i had um what was that i think it was the summer of what was it summer of 20? Yeah. So about a year and a half ago, um, it was three or four months into COVID and people have been cooped up in their houses. I had an auction where I think 60 people showed up in person and I'm like, this is too much. Cause they're, you're dealing with cash too. So it was just, it was too much, um, <laughs> much stress. Right. So I, I went away from that and do everything on online. I go cut the lock myself, take a video of it, take pictures and put on the internet. It's
0: so much easier. Okay. Very interesting. So you went to Tiffin and what did you major in and has that helped you uh, in your current career and, and leading up to this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, business management and then my focus was marketing. Um, marketing, ha- <laughs> You're. I'm not going to say anything bad about schools. Um, I've learned, I, I definitely... I wouldn't be where I am today without my journey, right? Without my path. Um, I've learned a lot after school, without a doubt. Um, but yeah, the the marketing um, helped me because it was, it, I, I was really focused on, once I got out of college, uh, marketing helped me focus on sales, um, which, I mean, anybody that knew me in high school, even in college, even now, I, I'm an introvert, um, kind of shy. So for people to think that I, did outside sales, or was even going to get in outside sales? It was, you know, it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense to me. But for whatever reason, the, the fact that I got a marketing degree kind of pushed me into it. And outside sales um, has been—it's—it—it it, it was probably the biggest thing that's um, pushed me to where I'm at now. Um, just for a bunch of reasons. I, I think the biggest reason is um, being resourceful. Um, as an entrepreneur, you have to be resourceful um that's probably been my bit well you have to be a lot of things but resourceful is one of the biggest things and i think outside sales really helped me with that because you're you know there's no there's no book there's no steps on how to do outside sales there's a little bit but it's talking to people dealing with people and um so yeah outside sales um was huge for me and that that came from marketing my marketing background um my
0: degree at tiffin So I guess to maybe put some words in your mouth there at the beginning of what you started to say, can we say that experience has been a good teacher for you? Without a doubt.
1: Yeah. 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 So I worked for a small company. Um, There were, um, it was a lighting company in Columbus. And I was outside sales estimator, project manager. Um, I helped run the guys scheduling. I did all these things, um, not just outside sales, but. That was the biggest learning experience. A lot of what not to do, but a lot of um, what to do. Running a business too, so um, yeah, real world experience. You get with the right or wrong company. Um, real world experience is, is is great. Right, right. So,
0: did you ever think you would own your own business, or was was that something that just never even crossed your mind?
1: Yeah, no, I definitely did. Um, and I don't know what it dates back to. I mean, I, like I said, I was always in the real estate. So growing up, my parents built um, spec homes. So they'd build a home, sell it. Um, a lot of times they'd build it. We'd move in for two years, sell it, make a profit, and repeat. Um, so that was entrepreneurial. Um, right, right. So I, I've always had an itch for real estate. Um and yeah, at some point I knew, uh, I was going to be an entrepreneur. I just didn't know when, and probably I I wish, I don't want to say I wish I would have done it sooner. Um, I quit my, I I, I somewhat consider myself as retired, um, financially free. I I should not have to work the rest of my life. Um, even self-storage it's five to 10 hours a month, maybe, um, that I have to do. I do work a lot more than that as an entrepreneur, your mind's always going right um so i'm technically always on the clock my mind's always on the clock
0: that's really interesting yeah that you think of yourself as retired and and like you said technically yeah with a little bit of work every month you can pay the bills and and do the things you want to do and continue growing your business which is awesome so you know if someone was going to start something like this whether it was real estate whether it was the uh self storage or Car washes or whatever. Uh, what advice would you give to those
1: people? The biggest thing is find either a mentor or a community that has experience. And so whatever it is, maybe it's maybe you want to buy a few duplexes um, and start your your journey there. Find someone local, find someone online. Um, I started my real estate investing journey with Bigger Pockets, which is a website. And it's also a podcast um i basically got my master's degree in that um before i did anything and that's just listening to podcasts really and reading articles on on the internet um but uh, where i really took off was i joined a mastermind with other um high-level people that were in the field that's just it's priceless um they are they can be expensive but yeah find a mentor um that's going to be able to show you the way um, eventually you're going to find out if it's a right or wrong mentor because there are a lot of people out there doing it wrong. Um, but either way, it's a learning experience. But yeah, find a mentor that's in the field. Um, and if anybody's interested in any type of real estate investing, I can help
0: um, or point them in the right direction. Right. So when you think about mistakes that you've made, and, and you know, we have obviously all made them, uh, is there one that you can look back on and say, wow, that really propelled me to where I am today? Even though it was a mistake in the moment, it taught me what I need to know to be successful. Can you think of a situation like that? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I enjoy mistakes,
1: especially coming from playing um, basketball um, and sports. You know, losing, you have to go through losing to, to be able to win. and. Um, staying at my nine to five for 11 years. I think it was 11 years was probably too long. Um, however, it was also my superpower um, to get out of my job. So I had this pain where I'm like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I remember having two, two storage facilities under my belt. And this was, um, what was it, January, February, two years ago um, of 20. And I remember talking to my mentor that taught me storage i'm like i gotta get on my job and i was trying to figure out a way how to do that with two storage facilities um at the time they weren't making enough money i now i, I could they're making enough money um but yeah it's um i, I don't want to say it was a mistake because it was it's what helped propel me um uh, to where i'm at and also helped push me to go fast and find more storage facilities and and grow from there
0: right right now you talked a little bit about you know now those facilities are doing well, and I'm guessing maybe you do some marketing and things obviously to get people interested in. So talk a little bit about building your brand and what has gone into that and how you've encouraged people to you know use your products and so forth. That's a great question.
1: Um, so a couple things. My source facilities are. Um, I have to do very little marketing um so i'm fortunate so i'm i try to be in areas where demand is high and with covid that's also increased demand Um, with storage there's a few things that increase the demand that's death divorce um loss of job those type of hardships so the past two years that's been because of covid that's been good for storage um when i do need um when i have some empty units uh marketing i literally just put an ad on google a google ad it's super simple it takes me maybe a minute or two um and it's really easy so as far as my brand i don't necessarily have a brand um however i've got um guys in my mastermind that are trying to create brands to where they um i'm trying to think of the name squares i think squarespace storage is one of them where they're putting all their facilities in different cities under that brand Um, their goal at some point is to make a big enough brand to where someone large maybe like a u-haul will come in and buy them out for a super high price Um, i have the same type of goals but um i don't need to brand storage is a little different i don't need to brand it in order to do that so um but yeah yeah
0: great question okay so um you know is there anyone who's been, I know you've talked about the, the, the mastermind and, and so forth. Anyone specific that you've met in your post-high school life that has been overly influential for you um, and, and helped you develop into who you are today? I, I, yeah, I mean,
1: a bunch of people, but the past couple of years, actually we're going about three years. Um, his name's Mike Wagner. He's out of uh, New York. Um, he taught me storage. However, um for him, he actually um he's got three young kids, but he travels, I think it's eight months out of the year in an RV. Um, uh, so he he invests for lifestyle, um, which I do as well. I don't travel as much. Um, but yeah, I I've my my life has completely changed. I mean, it's done a 180 since meeting him about three years ago in all aspects, business, lifestyle. Um so, yeah, he, he's he's the first one that comes to mind for sure.
0: Very cool. So if you had to say uh, the most rewarding experience you've had in your career, uh, what would you say that is?
1: Quitting my nine to five. That was, um, I mean, again, it, it's kind of, not that I don't like talking about it, but it's because it's, um, I don't consider myself retired. However, there are people that um, want to get to that level to where, you've got enough money coming in every month and and then some to where you don't have to work again. Um, so that was business career wise. That was by far the biggest, um, biggest milestone for me. Um, I don't know if I can top that. Um, that was, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've, it's total freedom. If I wanted to, I could go off and take a trip to Florida for three months. Um, it's, it's, yeah, that was a huge milestone. Yeah.
0: You know, and it's something you brought up there, I've, I've had students uh, in my sophomore English class say, "Well, you know, there no one wants to go to work." Um, and and I look at you and you know you've accomplished so much, but like you said, in your in your brain it's still working, and you're still thinking about how can I grow, how can I improve. And I think you know you are a great evidence of someone who loves what he does, and because of that, you know it, it obviously is the vocation, but yet it's also enjoyable and so forth so i i think it's interesting that that you're a good example of someone that doesn't have to keep working but you do find enjoyment in that
1: yeah well yeah if you if you don't you've got to keep working um regardless if if you stop what are you going to do you know i i play golf i'm not going to play golf especially now i can't play golf (laughs) Um, but yeah what are you going to do so you've got to be productive um a bigger a big thing is giving back too um you know i enjoy things like this just giving back giving back the knowledge that that i've been taught mm-hmm. um but yeah work yeah technically no one wants to work but even at my nine to five that i didn't like in outside sales i didn't like the product i was selling however i liked i've and i've and this this took some time i like this took some time to figure out i like solving problems um and I had a bunch of problems, at <laughs> nine to five. Um, so that's what I enjoy is solving problems. i I've figured that out. Um, it only took me 20 some years, but that's what keeps me going is I, I love
0: solving problems. Right, right. That's perfect. So as we wrap up here, um, what's something that you know now about life after high school that you wish you had known when you were in high school? Um, <clears throat>
1: to have, it's kind of an more have patience, but at the same time, grind, 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 grind. Um, cause it will, good things will happen eventually. Um, and the more good that you put out, the more good will come back. Um, I think that's probably understated. Um, it's actually, I, I may give you a few things here, but that's fine. giving back is, um, uh, that's really when my life, did a 180. Um, and not that I had a bad life before anything, but, um, once I started really giving back and you can give back in all kinds of ways, obviously money's one way, but time, um, knowledge, there's so many ways to give back. Once you start doing that, um, it's amazing what comes to you and it comes back tenfold. Um, but on, on top of that, um, writing down goals and clearly clear specific goals is very important. Um, I've got some buddies that, um, you know, uh, are trying to take the next level in their job or find a different job or whatever. And I'm like, you've got to find your path, find the path you want to go down, make it crystal clear and write your goals down every day. I do that. I've got five goals I write down. I used to write them down twice a day. That became a little bit too much, Uh, but I write them down before I go to bed. Um, They're clear. They're precise. They tell me exactly where I want to go um, because you have to have a roadmap. If you don't have goals, you don't know what you're doing. Um, you don't know where you're going, so you may just be going in circles for the next 40 years until maybe, hopefully, you can retire. So, um, yeah, goals goals is a huge thing. I didn't realize um, the power of writing them down. What the, the power of that was. Um, so, yeah, those those three th- two or three things.
0: Okay, that's perfect. And yeah, that's that's great advice for students. Uh, as we wrap this up, so. John, I'll, I'll make sure to put your LinkedIn information at the end of the video. Uh, is there any other way that people could reach out to you if they want to learn more?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm on Facebook, uh, John Farling. You can find me. Um, you can email me. Um, it's l 4 Group at Gmail. I don't know if you're able to add that in there somewhere. But yep. uh, yeah, Facebook may be the easiest way. Uh, message me and would love to help out however I can.
0: Okay. Well, John, thank you very much, Uh, very insightful. Uh, You're my first real estate and self-storage investor that I've had on. So uh, interesting to learn more about that and good luck as you continue to build your company and uh, into the future. Thank you, appreciate having me on. Thank you for watching this interview with entrepreneur and investor, John Farley. I hope you've learned valuable information from his career story, And to be sure you don't miss upcoming interviews, please click subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is released. Thank you for watching, and as always, remember the best part about Mondays is interviewing people.